in the middle of Perikit Ches, right, in Pesach of Dalai by the two dots. So what did we learn? We learned that every single Yid has an Ashana, because the Ovis was the Merkava, therefore their whole being was their devotion to the Ebeshter. It wasn't that they were people that also were devoted to the Ebeshter. They had nothing in them besides their devotion to the Ebeshter. There was no, no gather. They had, their whole gather was that they were given over to the Ebeshter. And therefore, you know, like we gave the Moshe like that, just like a human being gives birth to a human being, not to an animal. You know, the, the, the horse gives birth to a horse, not a different kind of animal. Every, every min gives birth to their min. So the same thing, the others gave us neshamis because that's who they were. They were their whole gather was, was connection to Hashem, devotion to Hashem. For every yid naturally has a neshama. And we explained that the neshama of every single yid comes from one of Hashem's holy svidas, one of Hashem's svidas kadeshas, which there are ten svidas of Eilam HaTzilas, that's the world which is openly one with Hashem, and then there's ten svidas in Bria, in Yitzir, and Asiya, in the lower worlds, each world, the svidas in each world, the svidas are more concealed, not as openly connected to the Eivishter like it is in Hatzilas, but there are, they are still alakus, it's the godly chayas, the chayas alakis, which is being the chayas, which is giving life to every single one of these four elements. So you have altogether 40 svidas, so to speak. And you can have a neshama could come from any single one of those svidas, right? Depending on, that's what's going to make what kind of neshama is going to be down here in this world, what kind of level of open connection to the they can reach. But like we explained, even a neshama that comes from malchus, ta'asiya, has within it chachma vatsilas. Why? Because every single one of the svidas include within it all the other svidas. Right, like we explained, every single is chachma de chachma, bina de chachma, etc. So even malchus has within a chachma de malchus. So even a svira of even a neshama that comes from malchus of asiya has chachma dasiya in it, because malchus of asiya has all the svidas of asiya within it, and the svidas of each olam are not something separate from the svidas of the previous olam. The svidas of each olam is the same svidas of atzilus, just being given over in a more and not such an open, you don't see the full intensity, it's not as revealed. But really, what is the Svidus of every single Olam? The Svidus of Atsilas. It's not like it's not like a shadish, like a like the roots of a tree that the roots are the shadish of the branches, but the branches are something separate from the roots. It's not like that. Over here, it's like we give the example, let's say a Svada that Arab is giving over to a Talmud, that even if the by the Talmud he's not he doesn't understand the full depth of the Svada, but it's the same Svada that the Rav was massing in his Seicho, just not as intense, not as with not with all the depth, etc. So the same thing, all the svidus of every single olam is really the svidus of the previous olam. It's just that it's not as revealed, the full intensity is not as revealed. And therefore, within Chachma de Malchus, Chachma of Asiya, Chachma of Asiya really comes from Malchus of Atsilis. Right? Malchus of Atsilis, Malchus of every world we explained was the svida that its purpose is to give over the hashpois of that world to the next world, to a lower madriga. So the svidus of all the Eilamas come from Malchus of Atzilus, and Malchus of Atzilus has within it Chachma of Atzilus, because all the Sviris have within it, within them all the other Sviris. So therefore, ultimately, even someone that, an Ashama that comes from Malchus of Asiya, has within it Chachma of Atzilus, right? That's what we explained by Arichus last week. And Chachma of Atzilus, ain't safe himself, the Ebishtad, the way he's infinite and not definable, ain't safe is, so to speak, Meir, Shine, so to speak, in Chachma Datsils, which is something we're going to learn about more today. Why Ein Saif is found in Chachma Datsils. So what that really means is that every Neshama has within it 
of the Ebishta, the way is infinite, not definable, is there is in every single neshama of every single youth. And we said the chachma that there is within every single neshama is mechaya and gives life to all the other elements of the neshama. In other words, every part of a neshama of a yid is connected to this idea of chachma of his neshama. We're going to understand that more today. What does that mean practically? What's the implications of the fact that every single neshama has chachma vatzilis within it? Okay, so let's see. So we're holding over a page of Dalit by the two dots where it says hine. Second, third line. Hine. Tzachachma is the mocker of Bina, of Seichel and Havana. We discussed in previous parakim, what's the difference between Chachma and Bina? Chachma is like, let's say, when you're learning something, right, and you're trying to work out, you have a big question, finally, like a lightning bolt shines in, hits you, suddenly everything makes sense. You don't know yourself how it makes sense, you can't explain it. But it's, it's, it's the, the Seichel has hit you. Right? The seichel is there. Bina is when you develop it and you understand it properly. So Chachma is the mocker of Bina. Chachma is the mocker. Right? Chachma is the original idea that you've opened your mind up to understand. And Bina is when you, talk, when you actually understand it, when you develop it and you realize how that answers the questions and you made, it makes sense to you. So he goes on, he says, The truth is, he says, Chachma is really higher than understanding. Chachma doesn't mean understanding. An example would be re'iyah. Chachma is compared to re'iyah. When someone sees something, right? When someone sees something, he, he, he sees it, and what he sees is, is known to him now because he saw it, but does that mean that he understands it? He sees a very, an unbelievable sight in front of his eyes. Does he understand what's going on? The fact that this sight has happened is now known to him, but he doesn't necessarily understand it. So what, what re'iyah really is, re'iyah is when you're opening up your eyes and allowing something outside of you, higher than you, to seep into yourself. In other words, you're, you're saying, I'm now, I'm, 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 it's not about me right now. It's about the thing that's being seen that I'm seeing right now. That thing that I'm seeing right now, I'm opening myself up and allowing myself to bring that into me. When someone understands something, when someone comes to a conclusion based on understanding, he wants to know if in a certain place a certain part of the world, what does it look like over there? And he's going to make calculations, you know, or he wants to know what goes on in the Mazal Islamayla. He's going to make his own calculations, not based on the Iyah. So it all comes, it all starts from his understanding. What makes sense to me? What makes sense to me? When someone sees something, it's not about what makes sense to me. It's what is being seen to me, not about my understanding. It's what's being seen to me. So the Iyah is when you open up your eyes and open up your mind and you allow something outside of you Right? You allow yourself to take in something that's outside of you. So the same thing, Chachma, Chachma really is. Chachma doesn't mean understanding. Chachma is the mucket of understanding, but it's not understanding. Chachma is when it's like you have like a window opened in your brain and you're allowing an outside idea to come into your brain. At, this, at the stage of Chachma, the focus is not on if it makes sense to me. The focus is on the fact that I've opened myself up to allow an idea that I previously was not known to me, an idea that previously wasn't known to me, to go into my brain right now. Bina is when understanding, does this make sense to me or does this not make sense to me? Chachma is higher than understanding. Chachma is not yet understood. We know it says, La'asid um, when Mashiach comes, it says he's going to learn Torah with everyone, with the whole Yiddish folk, with the whole, everyone, meaning from all the generations, including Meish Rabbeinu, Avram Avinu, everyone. So how is it possible that Mashiach should teach Torah to Meish Rabbeinu and Avram Avinu at the same time that he's teaching us? 
right? There's a, there's a difference in level of, of our understanding in Torah. If you're going to make a uh, bismedish, you divide the bismedish up into different levels. Right? You don't just give one shear to, to every single level that's possible. It's not that no one will do that. So, so how is it possible, humanly possible, that Mashiach is going to teach everyone Torah? So it says that Mashiach's Torah that he's going to teach is a different type of Torah than the Torah the that we're learning now. Now we're learning Torah in a way of Seichel. We understand what we learn. Mashiach is going to show us the Torah. He's going to show us godliness. He's going to show us the course. And we're going to see it. We're going to see it like, like when you see something. Not like you understand something. When you see something, right, when you see something, then there's no difference between the smartest person and the simplest person. Because seeing is not a, when it's based on your understanding, so it depends what kind of brain you have. Everyone's brain works different, so everyone's going to understand based on the capabilities of their brain. When you see something, it doesn't start from your understanding. It starts from the thing that's being shown to you. And everyone's seeing that thing that's being shown to them. It doesn't make a difference. The simplest person and the greatest person could see the same thing. So because Mashiach is going to teach us Tayyid on such a, high, such a different level, Tayyid is going to be that we're actually going to, so to speak, we're going to see Lukus Begilet, we're actually going to see a Lukus experience in Yenavre'iyah, so Meshra Beinu, Avraham Avinu, and us simpletons can all be there at the same time and listen to the same shit because it's not, a, it's not Seichel, it's Re'iyah. So the ear is not about your understanding. The ear is higher than understanding. It doesn't, doesn't have to make sense to you. The thing that you're seeing is just being shown to you. It's like the Ruchin eye. Sorry? It's like the Ruchin eye. Yeah, but the main point is, it's not about you. When it's the ear, you're going out of yourself. You're allowing something else. It's just letting yeah. Something else coming into you. Right? Yeah. So you have to do something? It sounds like the Ruchin saying you, don't have, you have to do well, something. Well, for Chachmeh, it it this idea of the ear of Chachmeh is, like, is, is not physical the ear. But like when you're opening your up to, yourself up to hear an idea or to, to accept an idea, which not, in the, not when you're in the stage of making sure that it makes sense to you, right? So that's like when, you're, when you have this like tenuah of bittel, you're allowing yourself to, to suffer something greater to come into yourself. Yeah. So, so, um, so, so he goes on and he says like this, being that Chochmah is higher than Havana Vasaga, it's not yet on the stage that it really makes sense to you. It's not Havana Vasaga. That's why That's why Chachma is made up of two words, Kayachma. Because Chachma is like a Kayach where it's Ma. It's not, yet, it's not yet understood to you. Ma, you don't even know what it is. It's higher than the understanding. It's something, and, and therefore also, through Chachma, a person could grasp and connect to things that he would never be able to connect to on the level of Bina. On the level of Bina, it has to make sense to him. And therefore, that's based on his level of understanding. On the level of Chachma, if that person has that perfect ability to open himself up to something that's higher than him, even if his seichel is not a keli for this kind of understanding, but it's koyachma, it's, it's, it's pitul, it's just I'm allowing something higher than me to be able to seep into myself. So when someone's like, we just give the much of seeing. Seeing, you could see things that you would have never understood. Right? So chachma also is that, that koyach to be able to accept things that are not necessarily understood to yourself. So he says... So if we talk about the Chachma of the Nefesh Alekis, which we said every Nefesh Alekis has Chachma, Chachma Vatsilis within it, what does that mean? It means that is why Ein Soif Baruchu is able to be Nitfans Dafka through the Kayach of Chachma. Because the Leis Machshavat Fisebeklal. The Eibishter is not able to be understood in Seichel. Eibishter is higher than Seichel. When we say the Eibishter is not able to be understood in Seichel, it doesn't mean that we are not smart enough to understand the Eibishter. He's not able, he's higher than the whole concept of Seichel. It's like saying, for example, you have a color, right? You have a color, color of an object. Can ice, can someone smell the color? Is that something that could be smelled? A color can't be smelled. 
a, a um, whatever the smell, the, the sense of it can be smelled, but not the color. Or could I feel the color? You can't feel the color. You could see the color. But you can't feel the color or smell this color. Is that because we have an issue with our sense of smell or with our sense of, of touching? It's because color in the first place is not together. It doesn't have that chush. That chush of being able to touch it or being able to smell it doesn't exist within the, the, the world of colors. So, so too, when we talk about the Eibishter, the Eibishter created Seichel. The whole concept of Seichel is, is something that he created. And the Eibishter himself doesn't have the concept of Seichel. And therefore, it's not possible to be Masig this, the Eibishter. Not just because of Koitzeram Hamasig, because of our limitations. Because of goid, the, not, or not just because Goid Musig is so deep and it's not able to be understood. It's not together the whole concept of Seichel. So therefore, what part of the Nefesh Alekis can truly grasp Ein Saif Baruch If it's going to be the Bina of the Nefesh Alekis, so, okay, you'll understand. What will you understand? The way the Eibishter limited himself, but Samson himself, the way the Eibishter allowed himself to come closer to you and to be understood in some level. But the Atzmius of the Eibishter, Ein Saif Baruch himself, the way the Eibishter is Lamaylam and Aseichel, can Bina have any grasp of the Ein Saif Baruch Impossible. It's not possible. It doesn't matter what kind of Bina you have. Doesn't matter if you're Shleima Amalekha Chacham Adam and your bina is, is so much more developed and so much greater than the bina of an average person. It doesn't, it's not Shaykh to be Masa against Sefbarach. The only level of the Nefesh Alakis that is a Kaili, that's able to receive, so to speak, ain't Sefbarach, is Chachma. Because Chachma is all about not being involved in yourself, allowing something greater than you to seep into you, whether you understand it or whether you don't understand it. Like the idea of Re'iyah. So Chachma of the Nefesh Alakis is that. Tool that the Nefesh Alakis has to be a keli for Ein Seif Baruch itself, which is Lamailam from the whole Indian of understanding. So that's, it goes on, he says like this, he says, Lochem, Kol Yisrael, every single Yid, Afil HaNoshim V'Ameoretz, even simple people, Noshim V'Ameoretz, He Ma'aminim Ba'ashem, they believe in the Yebishter. Usually, when we say belief, what does it mean to believe? In English language, you say, I believe this to be the case. I believe this to be the case means I'm not sure about it, but I believe that that's the case, right? I believe that that's, 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 that's what happened. Emuna, in, when we talk about Emuna in the Eibishter, means something totally different. Emuna is not only less than knowing, Emuna is a lot stronger than knowing. Anything that a person knows because of Seichel, let's say I have a clear raya that this is the case. I made a calculation. It must be that, uh, you know, the, the mazolas are working in a certain way based on my calculation. Okay, your calculation might be very convincing and very strong. Any seichel could always, there's always the possibility that you're making a mistake in seichel. Right? There's always a possibility that there's a mistake in the calculation. Something that's known according to seichel, it might be very vadoistic, very sure, you might be very sure of it, but there's a, there's a limit to how sure you could be about it. When someone sees something, for example, right, there's no, he has no questions about it whatsoever. So if someone's going to go and ask him, bring him 20 rayas, that everything he's saying that he saw is not true, he's going to say, I don't know, I don't know how to answer you, but I saw it with my own eyes. I saw it. What's, what should I do? I saw it. Seeing is a lot stronger than understanding. That's why the Allah is, It says that a, um, if a if person saw a Misa, he himself saw the Misa, he's not allowed to be a Dain afterwards. Why? Because a Dain has to be Mulam Tzchus, has to try to be Mulam Tzchus. Let's say if someone killed someone, you have to try to say, maybe it wasn't exactly the way you saw it. When someone saw it himself, he's not going to be able to be Malam It's impossible for him to be Malam He saw it. When he hears it from the aide, even if that aide is such a trusted person, and he knows, he really believes that what the aide says is true, because he knows that aide, and he sees the two aide, and he sees they're not contradicting themselves, and he knows they're honest people. As much as that's, that's going to be misamis by him, as much as he's going to 
believe that that's the case, he's, not, he's still able to have that ability to melam Whereas if he saw it with his own eyes, forget about it. He's not going to be able to melam So, So the emunah that every single Yid has is so strong. Every single Yid believes in the Eibishter, not just the Piseichel. It's not like we say, you know, you have, you have those learned people, the really learn about everything and know and they've learned the Kuzri and they've learned different Svarim and they understand all the Rayas about the Ebesh and Teiro Mitzvahs and, and, and then you have the simpletons you know that they just go with Amunah with you know whatever they were taught and therefore their, 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 their belief in the Ebesh is a lot Shvacher that's not true the belief that every single Yid has in the Ebesh the Amunah that every single Yid has in the Ebesh is the strongest part of his connection to the Ebesh the strongest Indian that, of, of Vados that he knows about the Ebesh Learning is a good thing also. But the learning, as much as you're going to know based on Rayas about the Ebeshtah and Teiro Mitzvahs, that's all Seichel. Seichel is, in the end of the day, it's limited how, how, how much you could say the Seichel is true. Whereas the Amunah that every single Yid has, is, a Yid doesn't have Safik Vesvek about the about the existence of the Ebeshtah and about Teiro Mitzvahs. Why is that? Because every single Yid has within himself the Chachmash of Nefesh, the Chachmah of the Nefesh Alakis. Chachmash of Nefesh Alakis is like a Re'iyah of Ein Seif Baruchu. It's the ability that the Nefesh has to go out of itself and to see, so to speak, Ein Seif Baruchu. So every single Yid is Bevado's Gemurah. It's not even, it's not a Shaila Bechla. Whether he's a learned person, not a learned person, Nashama Ma'aret, has Emuna in the strongest sense of the world in Ein Seif Baruchu. Because there's Re'iyah, the Neshama sees the Ebeshter. And the Neshama is what the real true existence of a Yid is. And therefore, there is absolute amun in the Yebishter because of that chachma shabba nefesh that we have in the Nisham. Believe like more present feelings. No? Sorry? No, like more feelings. No? But a feeling could be sometimes I feel this way. It's a God feeling, you know. It's a shvach hazach, right? No, Here we're talking about the strongest, not just a feeling. It's so strong. It's impossible. To, it's, for a Yid, it's impossible to think otherwise. The fact that a Yid has its shaykh, or Yitzhak, Sveikis in Amunah, that's because the nefesh of the Bahamas sometimes gets so strong that it covers over the neshama so strongly that what the neshama really believes is not felt openly by the physical human being. And we're going to learn about that in the coming in later prakim, right? What you're supposed to do about that and whatever. But but the general, the natural state of a yid really is that he believes with total certainty it's impossible for him to have any svekas in him, whether he's a learned person or not a learned person. Didn't we spend the first seventeen prakim saying we have to contemplate and work and struggle to, to get to? I mean, that's what we've been talking about. This was, this was, this was version two. Oh, well, <laughs> we should. Yeah. So, so what you're asking is a very good question. I don't want to address the question now because. <laughs> I'm saying that's what we've been doing. For so, so what you're asking is very good question. I'm wasting my time. No, no, that's for sure. I'm going to get to a. No, so, so the truth is, everything we've learned till now is very important. Also, I, I don't want to answer right now because I want to finish the few prakim over here, and then I'll explain why it was so important we learned the other prakim too. Because both in Yonam and Avedis Hashem have a Maila, and, and the both Drachim that he's talking about in Avedis Hashem have a Maila, and you'd really has to have both. That's what, what we're going to... But in order to get to that, let's first finish this. Well, so, yeah. The Muna is no, just the concept to. of Hashem. It doesn't tell you how to connect the Hashem or the method of the Also Hashem. true, but although we're going to see now that through the Amuna, we're going to see that through the Amuna actually you could you get put, and then, but then we're going to explain why, why nevertheless there has to be that element of Izbananus and, and Seichel and trying to understand as much as you could. We'll get to that. That's a, that's a very good question. No, Amun is not a talk. That's a different thing. We're talking is a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so let's see inside. He says over here. He says that's why every single person is higher than seichel, not lower. People sometimes think Amun means I don't believe it's not as strong as seichel. No, seichel 
is limited, emuna is infinite. There's no the connection to the Abishta, the certainty of emuna is infinite certainty. And why does a yid have that? Even Ashim Vamarat? Because there's Chachmash Benefish Alakis, which sees ain't safe baruch, so to speak. It's like a yid sees the Abishta. Like he brings from the Pasik, he pesi yaimalakhaldava for Adam Yavit. It says in the Pasik that a fool believes everything, meaning even if you tell him Lashon Hara, he believes it. Whereas an Adam, Adam means a kluger, like a Nachashaya Adam, a Kolchaisa Sada. Adam means a, a smart person, a, a more of a, a developed smart person, is he, he, he understands that you have, to, you, have to, you have to see if something is true or not. But he, what he's bringing away from the Pasik is that Emunah doesn't mean Seh. He wants to just, first of all, define. Emunah doesn't mean Seh. The fact that you see Pesi Yaimel Chodov Adam Yavin, it means that Emunah does not mean Seh. But in, our, in that context of that Pasik, that's an Emunah which is lower than Seh. Right? Pesi Yaimel Chodov to every Shtus. Whereas in the context of what we're talking over here, we're talking about an Emunah which is higher than Seh, which is stronger than Seh, a lot more certain than Seh. And like he goes on to say that this Pasik could also have a positive meaning. Because it actually says in the Medrash, Pesi Yaimel Chodov is a that's what it says in the Medrash. Pesi Yaimel Chodov is a Meish Obviously, the Medrash is not understanding the Pasuk like the simple meaning that Pesi Yaimel means a fool that believes everything you tell him, even Lashon Hara. Of course, Chaz Vashon to say that about Meish Rabbeinu. So what's the Pshat? Pesi Yaimel Chodov is a Meish Rabbeinu. So he goes on and he says like this, L'gabe HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shulamaylam Anaseichel V'adas V'leis Machshav V'tvise B'Klal Right? If you're talking about compared to the Eibishter, L'gabe the Eibishter, which is totally higher than the whole concept of Seichel like we just explained. And no seichel could grasp him whatsoever. Is hakel kupsoyim Every single person is like a fool lagabadeibishta. It's not the pshat that it's shaykh to be not a pesi lagabadeibishta. Like we said, if you'll be shleim amelch and you have greater seichel, so you have more of a shaykhist to understand the gabishta. He's lamaila from the whole concept of seichel. Therefore, just like a pesi lagabi seichel is like you know he's far from seichel. He's, he's, uh, he's he doesn't he doesn't he's not in the world of seichel. Is everyone every, the whole concept of seichel is like a pesi legabe de because the is higher than the whole concept of seichel. So pesi yaimel lechol means we are all psoyim legabe de eibishter. Therefore, the only way to have a connection, a true connection to the eibishter, is through emuna, not through seichel. And every single yid has that emuna. And like it says in the pasuk, vani var eda, I am a Ignoramus, a bad, a person that doesn't know anything. I don't know. I'm like a behemoth, like a behemoth that lacks seichel. with the Eibishter. And I'm always with you, the Eibishter. So he explains the Because I'm like a bad and behemoth. In other words, if my connection to the Eibishter is based on seichel, if my whole connection is I understand that the Eibishter is true, I understand the Eibishter gives chayis to everything, everything's based on my seichel. Then I'm not able to be tamid imach. It's impossible to be tamid imach. Seichel, seichel is your understanding. Your understanding is going to change from time to time. How strong of your understanding it is. It's never going to be with the same vados at every given moment. Sometimes a person understands it properly. Sometimes the seder suddenly a shail on his seichel what he understood. So is his, is his certainty and his devotion to the Ebeshter going to be always tamid imach? If it's based on seichel, it can't be tamid imach. It could be very strong, but not Tamidimach. I mean, the Muna constantly has to change. Can't you remember that time when you. No, no, no. If it's Seichel, it's not going to be constant, I'm saying. Because if it's Seichel, so if you're constant, if your devotion to the Abishta is, you say, I'm a Seichel like a person. I'm not like those simpletons who just believe in the Abishta because of my Amuna. I, I mean, it's all based on Seichel, right? So you're going to go and you're going to learn, and you're going to have Minyanim that you understand, of course, right? The truth of the Abishta, which is true. According to Seichel, you could prove the Minyanim of the Amitis of, of Alakus and Taito Mitzvahs. But if that's your whole connection to the Ebishter is based on that, it's not going to be Tomidimach. There's always going to be ups and downs. 
Today I understood a little better, tomorrow I understood, tomorrow I understood a little less. Right? Behemis, because I var v'loy eida, behemis, you see, because our connection to the Ebesh is in a way that we're a var, we're like behemis. We, we just have, we, we, it's not about understanding. It's the fact that we see, our neshama sees the Ebesh there. It's, it's, we don't understand. It's an Indian of Amunah, which is Lamayla Matamadas, Tomidimach, Ani Tomidimach. Our connection to the Ebesh is Tomid, it's Tomidistic. It's always the same, it's always so strong. What are you going to say? The way you explain it means like, like if you learn, you know, like it's less than if you don't learn. No, no. If you learn, it's not less. A person could learn. That's a good thing to learn. But it starts from the Emunah. And now he wants to also that his Seichel should also understand it. That's fine. Right? But as long as he understands, as long as his, 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 the foundation of his connection to the Ebeshter is Emunah. Seichel is a good thing. That, that goes back to his question, really. Right? So we'll get to that. The Seichel is a great thing. It's very good to... Tomorrow you might see something more definitive and So, yeah, but if, if the foundation is Emunah, so it doesn't matter even right. if the seichel has right. a least right. This because the, 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 the seichel is just an added element. So, but if, if it's a muna, it's not, it's tamidimach. Like he says, ani tamidimach. V'loche, now he adds a kisafilu, kalsha bekalim, opeshi yisrael, even those who are mamish, the lowest of the low, the people which are do many avedis, meisrim nafsham akdushas Hashem al in the most cases, we find that they give up their life for the Ebeshter, meaning if there is a a scenario that they're forced to convert to a different religion or something like that, they will give up their life not to convert or not to go away from the Ebeshter. And they will be ready to, 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 to take great pain, right? Not to be confident in the oneness of the Ebeshter. Even if they are total ignoramuses. As we find in other religions, many people give up their life for, for, for their religion. But who are those people? They're the frumst of the frumst, right? They're the, the God frumma people. They're not the, the kalsha bakalams of those religions. They're very devoted to their religion, so it makes sense why out of their great devotion, they got so into it, they're ready to give up their life. Here we have a phenomena that there were many Yidin who were, like he says, kalsha bakalam, poisha yisrael. People who had no, both in Seichel, their Buddha Vamarit, and in, in Maisa, their kalsha bakalam, poisha yisrael. Like the famous mice of Yosla the Ganav, right? Maybe I mentioned the past. There was a person that had said in his Matseva that here is buried Hakodesh of Yosla the Ganav. Yosla the Ganav. Hakodesh the Ganav. What does it mean, Hakodesh of Yosla the Ganav? The story was that he was a person that was a Ganav. He was the chief of the Ganavim of the Shtat. He had a whole Chabur of Ganavim. In those days, this, these, these, were, um, these things were, were a lot more common because. We don't, the poverty of, of, of that they used to have back in the day was very different to today. So there was there were Yiddish Ganovim in every city. I read once, a, not long ago, I read a description of a certain town, how Ganov, one of his Ganovim went and Ganved from the Rav, and the chief Ganov told him off, you know, the Rav, we have to have that heritage for, we don't, we don't <laughs> steal from the Rav, oh, a true tier of, of a town. So they, sorry? If he has to host the person, he's going to know he's going to steal something like that. So the way they know these, a lot of the people who had to, obviously they were not the big Elohim uh, people, but this is a, that, that's how they lived through Ganav. So this Yosla was, was the head Ganav of the town. And one time, he decided, a good idea, that we're going to Ganav from the cloister alone, from the church, right? The cloister is full of, you know, getchkes that are worth a lot of money, with, made of gold and silver. They all went into the his whole group, and they went in, and they were caught, right? They got, they were caught, and Yosel the Ganav was was caught, and they um, basically, you know, that's that's a cardinal sin. That's uh, in those days there was no separation of church and religion. Also, the, the the state was religious, so doing something like that, you can't get worse than that, stealing from the church itself. So he, uh, they told him he's going to be killed for that. 
right, and right before he was brought out to be burnt in public, they offered him a deal. Galach came over and told him, if you'll convert, and you'll, uh, you'll convert to Christianity, we'll save you, live. You get, we'll, we'll be mindful of you for everything that you did. And he refused to convert. And he was burned, Brabim, Akidosh Hashem. And so they wrote in his Matseva, here is buried the Kaddish. The Kaddish is the one who gives up his life, Akidosh Hashem, Yasul the Kanish, right? That's what they, that was the story that they say. So there were stories of people who were Kal Shabakalam Apeshi Yisrael, who gave up their life for the Ebsh. So, Lachora Meilof, you have the, the God Frumah. We said in other religions, you also have, you know, the very devoted people. They give up their life. Fine. Why would someone that his whole life, he's not so Nizir and Tehidah Mitzvahs, be willing to give up his life for the Indian of, of Tehidah Mitzvahs for, for connection to the Ebsh? Why, why is that? Why would there be such a thing? The answer is because there's a Chachmash Shabbanefesh. Every Yid has the strongest Emuna. And therefore, it's like impossible for him to separate himself from the Eibishter. The Neshama sees the Eibishter in such a clear and, and real way. So even though the, many times the Nefesh Abamas gets the better of him, like we're going to learn coming Prakim, therefore he doesn't, he does Avedis, despite the fact that there's this Chach Moshe Benefesh. But when it comes to, you know, the, the, the ultimate test, and his Etzim Emuna, if he's, if he's ready to totally separate himself from the Eibishter, the Chach Moshe Benefesh doesn't allow him to do that. And it's just impossible for him to separate himself from the Eibishter. And therefore, it doesn't matter what kind of person he is. It doesn't matter if he's a big Talmud Chacham, if he's a very Frumayid, or if he's an Amaret and he's a Peshi Yisrael. He's willing to give up his life for the Yebishter. Even though he says, he says over here, Al-Piroiv, right? He says that Al-Piroiv. Of course, there were, there were people who didn't give up their life, who didn't stand in Nisayim. The reason is because, there's two things. First of all, we're going to learn in the next Patek that most of the time when Yidin gave up their life for the Yebishter, it actually was, they were giving up their life not to do something which would look like in other words, you know, like you have like, the story of Hanav and her sons coming Hanukkah. She asked, uh, she asked him just to, to pretend, I'll, I'll put my ring over there and pick up the ring and that way it will look like you're bowing down to the Avedizad and he gave up his life for that also. Or even converting to Christianity. You think uh, a Yid that was forced to convert to Christianity really meant it? Most of the cases they didn't mean it at all. They, they, would just, uh, they, they would do a few things that would look like they're acting like Christians so that they should save their life. So... So really, like we're going to see why in the coming Patek, in most cases Ayyid is willing to give up his life even for that. Even, not that, even for not a, an act that looks like an Indian of Kfir in the Yevishter. But sometimes the Chach Meshavanefesh was not as bizgalous enough, was not as felt enough by the person that he should be willing to give up their life for that, for an act, an echitzonistika act of, of, of something that's Kfir in the Yevishter. But for Pepinimius, every single Yid always remained a Maimon. However, of course... Of course, someone's going to ask, what about people who are real Mishramadim and really, you know, really believed in, and wrote even Svarim, etc., really believed in Hinyanam of Kfirah, Chas How is that possible? So, of course, the Ebeshter gave us Pechirah Chavshis. The Ebeshter created a Yid in a way that is Pechirah, and the Ebeshter created us Dafk in that way, that despite the fact that the Be'etzim makeup of a Yid doesn't allow him to separate himself from the Yid, from the Ebeshter, but the Ebeshter wanted this Pechirah Chavshis, therefore he gave us that ability to do something which is really doesn't make sense, because really, beside the makeup of a Yid, he has to give up his life for the Ebeshter. He has that Chach Meshav which believes what the strongest Amun Apasman doesn't allow him to do an Indian of Kfira. But the Ebeshter wanted this should be Pechirah, Therefore, he gave us that ability. But here we're talking about the natural state of Yid, which is why, in most cases, Yidin did give up their life. Like he says, Al-Piroiv, they did. In the generations of the, of the Alter Rebbe, this was, there, was, there, were, there were cases, there were many cases that there were stories of people which were Peish Yisrael and Kal Shubh Kalim, and they were willing to give up their life for the Ebeshtah. And the reason is because every Yid has this Chach Meshav Nefesh, this Emunah, which is Lamayla Metam Vadas, which doesn't allow him to separate himself from the Ebeshtah. And like he goes on and he says, and this is being, and this is Moirish, or every every gets it on what? Automatically, every it's born like that, yeah. Because it's been Moirish. Exactly, exactly. It's a Yerusha, yeah, yeah. 
וגם במעט שיודעים, even those Yidin that do know about the greatness of Hashem, אין מזבוינן עם כלל, ואין מוסר נפשם מחמס דס וזבוננס בהשם כלל. He adds here now a very important point. Even a Yid that is yes shy to his boneness and gedulas Hashem and understands the greatness of the Ebeshter. When it came a time of Nisoyen, and they were asked either to shmadze chaz v'shalom or to, you know, to give up your life, they didn't sit and make a, a calculation. They said, oh, I understood yesterday, I learned about gedulas Hashem, and based on what I understood, it comes out that any mile of me being physically alive doesn't come close to my dveikas in the Ebeshter. So what, what is it worth for me to stay physically alive if I'm going to have to um, be, you know, kodesh, my amuna, if I'm going to have to go against them, be kodesh the Ebeshter chas wasn't. That's not the way they gave up their life. It was an automatic answer. Of course I'm going to give up my life. So if the reason why they're mercy and is because they're of their yidiyah, and there is bonanus in Gedulah Hashem, there should have been an Indian of Shakla Batariya, an Indian of Hezbonanus, of thinking, a thought process before they gave up their life. It wasn't like that. It's always in a way that, of course not. A yid doesn't give up his life for the gives up his life for the Ebeshter. It's an automatic thing. Why is that? Because, like he says, he says, Ela belishum das v'hezbonanus, rakeilu davashi i'efshe klal lichbe b'ashamecho, belishum taino mayna klal. They do it in such a way as if it's impossible for me not to give up my life for the Ebeshter. Without any shakla batariya, without a taino mayna. V'hainu, why? Because the Eivishter himself, Hashem Echod, is lights up and gives life to the entire Nefesh Alekis, through it being enclosed in the Chachma of the Nefesh Alekis. The Chachma is that Koyach which is, allows the Nefesh Alekis to open itself up and to be a Caliph Ein Seif Baruchu, which is so much higher and transcends and is greater than the whole idea of Tam and Das and Seichel Muvan. Which is Asag Avanav Asag. And therefore, right? Therefore, every single Yid gives up his life for the Abishta, not based on Havanav Asag Klal, not based on his bondness, but as an orphan of Ki'il Hudavar Shi'i Efsha Klal, as if it's something that's impossible to do otherwise. The next, the next um, Pedic will continue on this idea of Mesidas Nefesh. We'll explain in a lot, lot more detail and a lot more uh, depth what this means, this idea that every single Yid is willing to give up his life for the Abishta. <laughs> So the Yerusha and, uh, and this idea is one and the same? The Yerusha from the Avos and... The Yerusha from the Avos and, and, allows and, and, us to have this Chachmash of Nefesh, right? Because the Yerusha from the Avos gave us a Neshama... Without that, we don't get... We, without, no, no, we wouldn't have that. Right? Because that we have a Neshama, and we have a Neshama which comes from one of Hashem's Svidas, and every one of the Svidas has Chachmah Vatzilus, therefore every Yid has the Chachmash of Nefesh. But only because of the Avos. Only because of that, only because of the Avos. So a Geir, it says, Geishin is Geir. This was a... I think one of the earlier shiurim of someone else read, Geishin is Gaia, it says. It says, Lashon Chazal is Geishin is Gaia. So it explains, what do you mean Geishin is Gaia? Geishin is Gaia. So it explains that a Geir was born with the Neshama of a Yid. And for whatever reason, the Abishta chose to give that Neshama to Geish appearance. Yeah, so he was given, and he's it just... It wasn't just Yerusha, it was given by Hashem. But yeah, but, but, it was, right, but it was one of those Neshamas that come from Yerusha of Ma'avis, right? And the Abishta decided to put that, for whatever reason, with, to the to appearance of Gaia. And therefore, that's why he becomes a gear later. In other words, it's not that he... Sorry? It must have been some neshama once upon a time was there. And that's why Goy was Z'yid. Z'yid, yeah. That he was there at the time, he's saying. Okay. And there was Yoyim Yerushim. Yeah. Cheskiyot, Cheskiyot, I think it's very similar to the Rosh Shepring. I don't know who said it, but Cheskiyot, they gave droshes in front of thousands of people. And the question is asked, men and women, and the question is asked, how, how could everyone understand? And I think they said exactly the same. But the ear, interesting. They were on a different level, level. so they couldn't uh-huh. understand. Yeah. Uh-huh.